Welcome to the Moms for America podcast. I'm Debbie Carlin, is your host, and thank you, moms, for joining us once again this week, right? We gather together to inspire, encourage, and educate each other in our journey through motherhood. We believe that liberty begins at home and that we as mothers are gifted with the incredible blessing of raising the next generation. Well, right on the top of the show, I want to go ahead and tell you about today's episode before I take care of a little bit of business. This podcast is for all the mamas out there that have young boys, ranging from kindergarten, I guess all the way through 12th grade. So this is kind of a a wide program. If you're looking for a positive Christ-centered character-building outdoor adventure program, then this podcast is going to be for you. We know as moms, our sons are in the middle of a culture war on masculinity. As moms and dads, parents, right? We wanna help train up our boys to be godly, responsible men, fathers someday, and incredible citizens. Mamas, we know that our special, our sons are so special to us. Um, and, and I think that's why today is really gonna be such a great um, podcast for us because our sons are so special and they really are going to be Uh, They are on attack and they really are going to be the leaders of the next generation. So we have a great organization here to help us and guide us and mentor them, mentor our boys on their journey to to manhood. But before we get into that with Mark, he's standing by, I want to just mention a couple of things, take care of a little bit of business here. So for those of you that are listening for the very first time, I want to go ahead and let you know about our mom memo. Visit our website, sign up for our mom memo. This is how we connect. This is our weekly newsletter. It's at momsforamerica.us. There's a whole, you go down there, scroll down our page and it says sign up for the mom memo. So sign up there. This is how we'll stay connected. Also subscribe to our podcast. Uh, Our podcast is on various formats. We are on all the podcast uh, platforms. We're also on YouTube, Rumble. We've been recently added to the Charisma Podcast Network. So exciting stuff. Our listenership is going up, up, up. So we know that there is demand for material stories and information for moms as they raise their kids. Um, So, so exciting. Uh, What else do I want to share with everybody before we get started? I guess this is it. I'm going to get right into the podcast and move on here because this is going to be really, really important. Again, moms, if you have sons, this is for you. Grandmas, if you're listening and you have grandchildren, you're going to want to give this to your daughter or son and say, hey, listen, this is so good for our kids. Well, today's episode, this is where we're going to go. Our boys are growing up in a world that is full of conflicting messages, right? Virtual reality games, fake social media posts, empty challenges that have absolutely no value. Boys by nature, and I have two, they love the quest. They love the adventure. They love the challenge. And frankly, I think they love truth. I think at the end of the day, everyone wants to know about truth and hope. In the midst of our modern culture, we need to immerse our boys in programs that will build their faith, restore hope, raise strong, courageous young men. I don't know if you have heard of Trail Life USA, but this program speaks straight to the heart of a boy in an environment that they can thrive in. Mark Hancock is the CEO of Trail Life USA, and he's joining us today to talk about the challenges that our boys are facing on a regular basis and how moms can help them become the men that God created them to be. So we're so glad to have you, Mark. Welcome to the Moms for America podcast. 
Thanks, Debbie. It's great to be here. Appreciate it. Oh, this is this is exciting because moms are always looking for help, right? There's so much happening in this world. There's so many negative influences coming at our boys. So I'm excited to hear about this program and, and some of your advice. But before we get started, would you tell us about the Hancocks? What's your family like? I understand you have two two boys yourself. I do. My wife, Michelle, and I have been married for a little over 33 years. And we raised wow. two boys, Luke and Logan. Luke is, uh, he graduated last year. And this year he's teaching in a classical academy in, in Atlanta, Georgia, or homeschooling family. Um, so they were raised classically. So we love that he's teaching in a classical academy for the homeschool moms out there. Hooray. Yes. And, uh, Logan is uh, a junior at, or coming into his junior year at Liberty University. And uh, he's majoring in business. And he was home this weekend. He just went back to, to school yesterday. And so we got to play around in golf yesterday. Um, love my sons. <laughs> You know, we, were, we know what it is to raise boys early in our marriage uh, before the boys came along. And my wife and I were involved a lot in foster care. And wow. we, would take in, uh, we did what was called therapeutic foster care, which means that they would give us the boys. We insisted on boys because we just felt a call to boys. And so we'd take the boys and no one else would take. And I could tell Aww. you some, some stories about, about when you talk about the, the plight of boys in our culture today. But the, the first young man that was placed in our home was 11 years old and came to us in an orange jumpsuit and handcuffs. Those those are no. the kind of boys that we got to 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 minister to, and, and oh, this uh, is amazing! God bless you and your wife. Well, you know, it's it, it's it's quite quite a journey, um, but it taught us a lot about boys. And so when we when we watch and see what's going on in culture today, uh, we're just thrilled to be part of Trail F USA, which is unapologetic Christian and also boy focused. We understand that boys and girls are different, and 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 we have a, we have a ministry that uh, reaches out to them. So not only have you fostered boys that have been in some tough situations, you've had your own. And this is the ministry that God has called you to. Um, wow, let me read, can I read the mission really quick of uh, Trail Life USA? Because this sets the, this sets the scene and moms uh, take great notes on this. Listen, Trail Life USA wants to guide generations of courageous young men to honor God, lead with integrity, serve others and experience outdoor adventures. I mean, this is really what young boys need. I mean, whether it's through trial life or not, but this is something that young men are, are, are thirsting for. Um, tell us about this organization. How did this start? What, it was January 2014 or 2014 that um, this started, this organization, and it sounds like it has been incredibly successful. Well, there's really a hunger for this, this kind of program. We started that the idea of it started in 2013. And the history is that the Boy Scouts kind of started heading in a direction that a lot of churches and a lot of parents, uh, they knew that they just couldn't continue in that direction. They began to abandon some of the principles uh, and traditional values that had given us presidents and astronauts and generals and senators and, and civic leaders. And we knew that they were abandoning, kind of walking away from that secret sauce that takes young men or takes young boys and turns them into good, strong young men. And so we knew that there was going to be a vacuum there. And so there were a lot of former Boy Scout leaders and church leaders, uh, denominational leaders, ministry leaders, that somebody's got to do something about boys because there is no no longer an organization that stands up specifically for them. As you know, over the years, Boy Scouts has progressed to where now uh, they allow girls in the, in the troops. Right. Now, we think girls are wonderful, you know, for the moms that have daughters, girls are great, but the truth is boys and girls are different. And right. so we, we felt like we needed an organization that was specifically male-centric, like Boy Scout has had been for over a hundred years. Um, and that that's kind of the, the way that you grow 
grow godly men. So we started on January 1st, 2014, after, after organizing uh, people through uh, three or four months of 2013. Started with about 10,000 members on our first day, and we've grown to uh, about 40,000 members. We're now in wow. all 50 states, and about 900 churches operate Boy Scout, uh, <laughs> Trail Lives troops and you can you know if, if you see a boy scout organization you see that there's things that are kind of the same well that's that's what it, that was my yeah. question i was going to ask you is because some people will say what's the difference between boy scouts and yeah. trail life and it's it's similar but it's yeah. yet so different yeah and that's and that, that's a great question and, and we get that all the time obviously why why is there a need for trail life when we have boy scouts and there are a lot of things that are same we have handbooks and uniforms and troops and outdoor activities and and a robust awards program and great uh, uh, opportunities in the outdoors. But there's two things that if they're important to you, uh, there really is no competition between the two programs. If they don't matter to you, then I would say, okay, pick one or the other, whichever works for you. But Trail Life USA is number one, unapologetically Christian. We have a statement of faith that all of our churches and all of our adult leaders agree to. So every one of our adult leaders is a, is a, is, is a, is a Christian, signs a statement of faith and a statement of values. It talks about things like the definition of marriage, human sexuality, integrity, stewardship, spiritual, spiritual matters. So all of the adults agree to that. This is who we are. This is the God that we worship. This is what we want to encourage. So that's the first thing is we're Christ-centered. And the yeah. second thing is that we're, that we're boy-focused. Uh, we believe, again, boys and girls are different and that they, they excel in a program that's aimed at their strengths, mm-hmm. uh, the kind of things that are important to boys and important to the development of boys. Of course, there's so many things different biologically, psychologically, developmentally between boys and girls. We acknowledge those things. We're not confused by a society that thinks that boys and girls are the same. We think they're different. So if those two things are important to you, then the organizations are very different. If they're not important to you, well, then you should just choose the one that you feel uh, the most, the most connected to. So, so we have that specific space of the Christ-centered boy-focused part that's very different uh, from Boy Scouts. Well, like you said, Mark, boys and girls are so different, and anyone that is a parent understands the beautiful gift of of, of femininity and masculinity. In fact, we had the American Heritage Girls um, president on, so we we really do want to showcase programs that celebrate um, who God has made our kids to be male or female. So let's, let's talk a little bit about the activities. Um, what is it like to, to be, uh, a trail life? Is it a scout or what, what do we call the trail life members? We call them trailmen. Trailmen. I lo- okay. Yeah. There we go. And to be a trailman and a troop, you said earlier, we, we start in kindergarten, go through all the way through 12th grade. And then of course there's the, the adult membership program. When they graduate, they can become a, an adult serving in the program. Still a lot of activities the grown-up boys out camping and do these kinds of things. But in a trip, you can expect, typically, you're going to be going out and doing camping adventures, outdoor adventures, service projects, um, ministry-type things, um, advancements. We have a robust awards program that goes all the way up to the Freedom Award, which is the highest award in our program. Um, So boys have uh, real-life acknowledgement of uh, mastering skills and then also Mm -hmm. uh, exercising and and, um, demonstrating certain abilities I think do that allows them to to get awards, which is huge for boys. Boys right. love to have have something tangible that they that they can use. And our what we use in our program it's called the standard. And boys around sixth or seventh grade, and and uh, it's it's almost a I don't want to say almost it's actually sort of a rite of passage where the dad will select a standard, which is like it's a hiking stick, 
And a lot of troops will put them in the front of the room in a bucket and a dad will go up in the front and he'll select that boy standard, present it to him. Mm. And that's, that's the implement that the boy then nails his trail badges to the things that he earns as he's progressing in the program. So he's walking with that and showing off. These are the things that I have, I have earned. Um, so that's what accomplishments, you accomplishments, accomplishments. Yeah. And boys yeah. being acknowledged for what it is that they're doing, you know, they don't get participation trophies in trail life. You got to earn it. Um, so, and boy, boys love that boys, yeah. boys uh, appreciate when there's something at stake, risk and competition is huge for boys. They, they, they like to have that. They, they're not really engaged unless there is some element of, of competition and things. So, so, so we set those things up in an environment that, that invites them to challenge themselves and, and to grow spiritually, mentally, physically, and the, the knowledge of the outdoors. Um, we have great leadership opportunities. Boys are leading uh, troops at a young age. They're, they're leading a patrol of boys. Uh, they're standing in front of a group and giving a speech or they're talking when they're making the announcements or whatever. Boys have all kinds of opportunities that they typically don't get uh, anywhere else. And so it's, it's tur really turning out quite an impressive group of young men. I love it, right? We want to teach them to be leaders. We want to teach them to be confident. We want them to understand who they are and where they're going and God has a purpose for them. Um, go ahead and mention the, the website right now for those that are listening. I know that they can just Google it, but you would just go on there if you were interested to the website. Tell us about that and just sign up or put an inquiry in. Yeah, they go to traillifeusa.com, traillifeusa.com, two L's in the middle, traillifeusa.com. And there's a tab on there that says get connected, I think is what it says. If you click on that, then it says find a troop. And there is an interactive uh, map of the United States. You can put in your zip code and it'll show and you how far you're willing to drive. And it'll show you all the troops in your area. And then you can click on a button and it connects you with that troop. If you want to ask them questions or whatever, you can send an email to the, the leaders of that troop. There's 900 across the country. There's also a tab that says starter troop. So if you don't have one in the area, it shows you how you can go through the process of bringing a trail life troop to your church. It takes five adults uh, who are interested in, in reaching and, and influencing the next generation. And mm -hmm. we're seeing a lot of churches grow because of trail life. We can love it. Yeah, we consider ourselves a partner with our local church. We're not just a group that meets in the basement. We are a ministry uh, of that local church, an outreach of the local church. So churches are discovering that you can invite a boy to a Sunday school you know, for forever. He may or, not come, may or may not come, but if you invite him to go hiking or bouldering or whitewater rafting or ziplining or something like that some weekend, that unchurched boy joins the troop and then right. the unchurched family joins the church. And so we're seeing a lot of church growth um, through the program. What a great outreach because it's, we, we really have to go where the boys are, don't we? And, and really connect with them and say, hey, you know, would you come to this? Would you be a part of this? And then through that, we mentor them and we inspire them to, to, to grow and, and to change and to see what God has for them. Can I, get, can I read a quote here that you, you said? Um, this is your quote. <laughs> More than ever, boys need a uniquely masculine program where their assertive, audacious, and adventurous nature is celebrated, not sequestered. Can you ex expand on this a little bit, the importance of a uniquely masculine program? Yeah, and that's, that's really what's at our core. We really believe that boys are unguided and that you know 78% of the teachers are female. And of course, single moms, there's so many boys that are in, in households that are fatherless. We think single moms are doing a Herculean task of raising that young boy. They are. But it's, but it's really powerful for them also to have a, a male role model. So we think that they're, they're, they're unguided because they, they're most of the time they're being led by women. 
they're ungrounded because we've taken absolute truth. You made reference to that earlier, kind of taking truth out of culture. And without a foundation for good and bad, how can you teach a boy what good and bad is? Well, our foundation is the word of God. So we ground them with that. We think they're unappreciated because we don't recognize that they're different from girls. And we also think they're uninspired because we take risk and competition out of their lives. So Trail Life restores all those things. We ground them with good, godly, vetted men who are their leaders, including the dads who join with their sons. We, we, we guide them. We, got, we guide them with those men. We, we ground them in the word of God as our foundation. Mm-hmm. We, we appreciate them because we have a program that's designed for their, their the way that they, they, you know, schools are designed for girls pretty much. Sit still, be quiet, pay attention. But, <laughs> but, but trail life is designed for boys. You know, it's, right. it's interesting. You know, we laugh about it, but, you know, Harvard law professors tell us that, that boys need to move in order for the, their brain to be engaged. So we sit them in right. school situations, tell them to sit still. And they fidget, and so we label them as ADHD because they can't sit still. Well, they know intuitively they've got to learn. They've got to move in order to learn. And the It really is program, a part of who they are. They're just, absolutely. they got ants in their pants no matter what. Yeah, so I, tell, so I say to trail life leaders, say, if, if the boys walk into your meeting and it looks like a schoolroom or a Sunday school, you've lost them already. Because uh, those, are, those are environments that they know, I don't fit here. If, if I just try to be me here, someone is going to tell me that I'm moving too much, I'm talking too much, I'm too distracted. But boys are built to be distracted. I don't know if you know this, the eyes, boys' eyes are built different than girls' eyes. Boys are, are, are built to see things in the distance and in motion. So in a classroom, what does that look like? It's like, squirrel. I mean, they're, they're <laughs> going to see that thing in motion. They're going to be distracted. And so we right. label them as somehow deficient, like there's some sort of social disease that needs to be eradicated. But that's just how they're built to be. And God built them that way because he needed a partner in that relationship who saw things in a distance and motion. And women right. see things up close and, mm. and they're more comfortable with things up close, which is God did that because that, that mom's going to be carrying that baby. And moms, you know how long you can stare at that baby's face. Forever, and, right? <laughs> and memorize every little pore. When you right. see a man doing that, we're like, oh, isn't that special? Because we know that that is really special because it's it doesn't come naturally to men. They're just built different. So God has this wonderful design. And so when we put a boy's environment, we're, we're speaking to those, those things that we appreciate about them. So I tell the leaders, clear the room of the chairs throw a bunch of Legos on the ground, particularly for the younger boys, and let them fiddle with something while you're teaching them. Mm. Because when you think about the eight, where we are today, if you take a look at, at your son's phone or his video game, he's got score, he's got this, he's got that. There's uh, all kinds of things getting going on at the same time, all these channels coming in at the same time. Then we sit in the classroom saying, listen to one person, <laughs> pay attention mm. to one person. Right. But, but in, in our culture today, you know, we can't watch the news without a thing going across the bottom, a thing up in the corner, and there's all this stuff going on at once. We're trained for more than one channel at a time, and boys are accustomed to more than one channel. So we put them in a school situation, and we expect them to pay attention when they're just bored. you got to give me more going on. So we encourage our leaders, give boys plenty going on, and you'll be surprised. Moms can tell you that they're, they're amazed at what their boys will learn when you're not realizing when they're not realizing that they're being taught and right. that you didn't realize you were teaching them, but they pick up that stuff. They are able to do that on multiple channels and to restrict them to a single channel makes it look like there's something wrong with them. So we pay attention to those things in trail life because boys need to know that they are special. Like you open with that there is something unique about them. 
I remember, you know, my, my oldest is 24. My youngest is oldest boy is 24. My youngest is 17 and my daughter's right there in the middle. But I remember when I, when I had Noah and someone gave me a book from Dr. Dobson and he says, you have got to understand that raising boys is so different than raising girls. You have to approach it in just such a different way because um, even getting their attention and, and directing them and guiding them and letting them get all the energy out and how they are so much more successful when they're kind of um, adventuring and, yeah. and, and, and the quest and the journey and the, they're just, they've got this spirit about them that is different than the girls. The girls have a beautiful gift, like you said as well, but boys are different. How challenging is it, Mark, right now for our boys in today's culture to embrace their manhood? Really, the world is telling them that masculinity is toxic in so many ways. How, how, how do we as moms, um, this is kind of a new I don't want to say a new situation, but, you know, maybe 20 years ago, it was masculinity was considered a gift and, and strong and, and a protector and a guider. But now masculinity is considered maybe toxic. Yeah, it is kind of shocking. You got to figure growing up in that environment, of course, girls are celebrated and they should be because they're special. Uh, but it's interesting. I was at NASA not too long ago and went into this theater with this beautiful film going on where there was an astronaut, a female astronaut, so talking to this room full of kids. And she was saying, you can be anything, shoot for the stars, do your best, work hard in school. And you saw the backs of the kids' heads. It was like, I was in there like, yeah, I wish my sons were here. This is a great message to go for it. You can do anything. And the camera panned around to behind the astronaut and looked out on the audience and it was all girls. Hmm. And so that's kind of the message. Girls are constantly getting that message. You can do anything you want to do. That's a popular thing to do. We're afraid to say that to boys. It's almost like we're afraid to, to, to tell them to take on a challenge because it may hurt somebody. Mm. And uh, it's, it's gotta be, it's gotta be quite an adventure for boys to go through to feel like they're somehow not as good as developmentally. We're trying to get them teach kids to read earlier and earlier where boys develop more slowly than girls. So right. developmentally, they don't even have the faculty to begin to learn things like reading until they're older. So you put them in a school environment. Of course, the girls are responding and the boys start out day one, feeling like there's something wrong with them. They're behind. They don't quite fit in this place. And then we tell them, sit still, be quiet, pay attention. All those things would continue to reinforce. You don't fit here. This isn't a place for you. So as a result, what we have is girls are leading in every single academic category. There's an, it used to be boys, uh, science and technology, engineering and math, boys excelled. Now girls excel in every category because mm. we built systems that appeal, that, that work for them. Okay. Now there's more girls grad going, attending college, getting master's degrees, doctoral degrees, um, bachelor degrees, more females than men in all those areas. There's actually projecting a time where there will be no more men going to college. That's how radical that, that shift is. Wow. It's, it's, it's because the message that we're giving, giving them without knowing it, it's, 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 it's in our culture, it's just ripe in our culture. So as a mom, I would encourage your moms to pay attention to that. The messages that your mm -hmm. sons are getting and doing what you can find a faith community, a male centric yes. faith community where boys can be boys. And if you can get dad involved in that, that is huge. And for moms who are being like, how do I get my husband involved in something? Trail life is a great opportunity because the secret about trail life is there's also this ministry of element a ministry element for men because when the boys bed down in their tents, the, the men are staying around the fire and they're talking about things like, you know, I saw the way that you interacted with your son. How did you get that relationship with him? Uh, I love it. You know, or they're talking about things like, you know, I'm really struggling at work. I'm struggling at home. Men, you know, men 
Men don't do stuff over a cup of coffee face to face. Men do stuff by a fire side by side or turning a wrench on a car or hiking or something like that. Men are different than women. And so right. the way that they connect around these things is really very different. So if you can get uh, dad and you can tell dad, hey, camping trip, outdoors, have fun. And there are men in the troop who will help them if they've never done any of that stuff. And, and you don't have to feel like a, like a fool. Um, I wasn't raised camping and everything. And here I am running this thing. So, so, so <laughs> you said, yes, <laughs> where do I sign up? And now you're like, okay, now I got to get, yeah. I got to put up a tent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so you can find your way around out there and it's a great level playing field for dads and sons. I love uh, that. I love what yeah. you're talking about that, you know, men are going to be, those troop leaders are going to be having their own discussion and their own ministry, yeah. not only reaching out to the kids, but That's when, you know, we talk about this mom's inspiring moms, this is dad inspiring dads. It is. Um, it is. So I it's love part, that. We hear all the time. Dads will say, "Man, this is this is my brotherhood. This these are the I guys who sharpened me." They, they and then of course single moms. You know, I was in Virginia not too long ago, and we had a fire, a campfire after one of the events, and a mom came up and she says, "I got to thank you." She says, 10 years ago, my husband died, and left me oh. with a two year two year old son." She said, "I cried out to God. I said, God, you've got to give my son good, strong men, especially Mentors. when he gets it." And it was teen. She's, she says, now he's 12 years old. He's a navigator, which is our middle school program and trail off USA. She said, he is surrounded by godly men who are showing them what it means to be a man. She says, my husband would want me to thank you. Now, geez, does that decision is really hit or what? So it's great. Single moms love the program. Uh, moms want to get their husbands engaged. They've got a place to figure out where their dads and sons sons can connect. And Debbie, you know how it is. They say that this is the first generation that's being raised by Google, you know, right. where, where a kid can say to his phone, you know, hey, Siri, where do babies come from? You know, I, it's like they don't need. Right. They don't need data. a G, They don't need a map because they have GPS. They don't yeah. need to know how to even I'm going through my son's uh, test here for finals. And I said, you need me to proofread it and give you. He goes, oh, no, the computer does all that. I mean, everything <laughs> is being done for them, right? So they're getting yeah. proofread. They're getting told where to drive. Google tells yeah. them all their answers. They got influencers um, yeah. on, on the heels of this. I'd like to just share. And I don't want to talk about uh, I don't want to highlight the crisis, but I do want to address it. So recent statistics show the devastating state of hopelessness that is now gripping our youth with the rise in depression drug-related deaths, but what is tragically, what was tragically shocking to me, Mark, is that I read this in your press release and in, in, in some of the information that you sent me, that the most rapidly growing suicide rate demographic in the country yeah. is boys from the ages 10 to 14 years old. Yeah. Yeah. That literally breaks my heart. They are in just this beautiful season of life. Yeah. But for whatever reason, these boys say, I'm not worth it. They're yeah. either confused or they're lonely or they're depressed. And I mean, to think that this is the age group, young boys, I kind of thought maybe it would be girls because they're so emotional, but it's boys. Yeah, it is. It's that unguided part. Your girls have, they have, if, if a girl's at home in a fatherless home, certainly she she, there's a there's a piece of her that says missing that father but she still has someone who's like her to show her how to be successful because that single mom is doing an amazing job right. holding that family together she has somebody to look up to who's who's killing it right the boy doesn't have that he doesn't have those kind of connections he doesn't have those kind of models so he doesn't know who he is and then you pile on top of that a culture who's not sure of, uh, of what gender you are 
And that whole blurring and the confusion around that. Where do you fit? Right. Where do you fit? They don't fit anywhere, you know, many times. And so they're struggling with that. And then, of course, you take away that grounding element. You don't point them to the word of God as as being our, our, our firm foundation that doesn't shift. You know, all these changes that we've done over the last generation or so, everything from abortion to changes, uh, the divorce, the rules around divorce, change the uh, definition of marriage, change the definition of sexuality. We did those things as adults thinking we're serving somebody, but nobody was saying, what effect is this going to have on kids? How is this going to confuse this entire generation? How are they going to be raised not understanding uh, these, these, these things that we've just accepted for generations And so, so we're restoring that through Trail Life USA, paying attention to these things that boys need to know. How do you share the hope of Christ to the boys? How do you approach that with them? Because like you said, they're not signing up for church, right? Right? This isn't Sunday school. How do you incorporate that? How do you share? Because if we can't share the hope, right, we can't get all the boys together and not have an answer. And Christ is the answer. That's a great question. And there's a couple of things we do. One is because we're, we have a lot of different denominations that that charter our troops, we don't specify a faith tradition or a way to deliver the gospel. Okay. Now, all of these churches agree with the gospel. They sign our Trinitarian statement of faith. We're in agreement. We understand who God is and the power of the word of God. But we leave that to the troops. But at the same time, it is integrated through everything. If you've ever had carrot cake, I, I hope you have. That's like the official what? dessert. Carrot. Did you cake. say carrot cake? Carrot cake. Carrot cake. Yes. I'm sorry. You're like breaking up. I want to make sure I got the right dessert you're talking about. (laughs) That's the right dessert. Yeah. Cream cheese dressing, cream cheese frosting is the best. Yes. It's like we call it the official dessert trail life because that's how we integrate Christ throughout the program. You don't get big hunks of carrot and Ah. carrot steak, but every bite there's carrot. And that's how Christ is infused throughout the program. So every badge, every interaction, it's in there. Now, here's the thing. This is the powerful thing for men. Because like, like I said, the secret is this is kind of ministry to men too. A man goes away maybe to retreat or somehow he gets powerfully inspired to do something for, the, for God. And he comes to his church and says, Pastor, I want to serve God with all my heart. What can I do? And he hands him an orange vest and says, you can help us park cars on Sunday morning. Now, you know, that, you know that's an important job. But now these dads and these men with Trail Life, the pastor says, get involved in the Trail Life troop. Those boys need men who know what you know, who can show the way, who can model Christ for them. And so right. the men gather these bits of carrot because they're like on fire. They finally have a place where they can uh, mentor and disciple. And they're outdoors with these boys hiking. They can look at a tree and talk about the, the God who created that tree. They can look at a, at a, at a they can, microscopically, they can look at, at, at nature and say, wow, isn't that beautiful the way that God designed all this stuff? And so all the opportunities are there for ministry it. to be done by men who are just dying to be used of God and they're having trouble finding a place. So they really embrace the obvious and show the kids and the boys how Christ is a part of almost, well, it is everything that we yeah. do. So yeah. I love the way that they do that. Cause again, like you said, it's, this isn't signing up for, for uh, a Bible study or um, a, a, a kid's uh you know, mm-hmm. vacation Bible school. So you right. just, you just sprinkle it throughout and yep. the kids get it. The kids know, right? I always feel like no matter what kids want the truth, they yeah. understand when something is fake. They understand when th- something is not real. 
But when you start presenting Christ throughout a whole program, I can totally see how that is so, so powerful. Yeah. Well, we set the table for the men who we feel are called by God to minister to these boys, and they have what it is that they need. Now, you'll find all troops have a different flavor, kind of like all churches do. So sure. some will some will have those dedicated times at the beginning of the end of the meeting, or maybe a whole weekend where they were talking about it would just be a spiritual type emphasis. But the troops are free because the, the flavor of that church or however that church wants to minister uh, through the trail life program, they're, they're free. They're free to use a, a, that approach. And, I love it. Uh, but, but, but it's there for every man to grasp and say, here's the truth. You know, God shows himself through creation. That's where you're going to find him is in the outdoors. And, uh, and you're also going to find him near the brokenhearted. And a lot of these boys are so brokenhearted. You know, when God says I'm near the brokenhearted, everybody says, where do I find God? Well, go find a brokenhearted boy. You'll find God because that right. that's where God is. You join with him as a partner and helping that boy find out who he is and grow in Christ, then you're doing big kingdom business. Big kingdom business. I love it. Some closing advice to the moms that are listening today that have boys and are trying to raise them in today's world, today's crazy world. What would you say to them, Mark? Well, resource-wise, they go to our website right now, trailoffusa.com. You can download two books. One is uh, Let Boys Be Boys. And talks about three winning strategies for boys and talks about the biological differences, the importance of risk and competition, the academic kind of some of the stuff they share. And also five critical needs of boys which shows you the things that, that boys really need in order to, to excel. And also the proven process, which talks about the, the unguided, the unguarded, the unappreciated and the uninspired boy. So those are the, those are the tools. Right. But, but what boys really need is, is the hearts of moms and the hearts of dads that are turned towards them. To, to integrate these tools and to be there for them, to listen to a boy, to get down on his level. They need eye contact, they need physical touch, and they need focused attention. And if we can give them those things, if we can minister to the boys without phones in our faces, if we can give them eye contact, physical touch, focused attention, you can win that boy's heart and you make a difference for him for the rest of his life. What a great challenge for us. I mean, there's so many things that are distracting us as parents. Sometimes we lose our way too. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, but we're back on track. And thank you to Trail Life USA. That's traillifeusa.com. Moms, I'm sure you want to go there and uh, check out their information. Again, we want to give our boys the best, uh, all that we have from a mother's heart. We want to just just, uh, encourage them. It's almost so overwhelming. You just don't know what to do. But I think something like this is an answer for many of the moms that are listening. So thanks, Mark. Thank you, Deb. I appreciate you. All right. God bless you guys and all that you're doing. You too. God bless. All right. Thank you. Well, before we close out, moms, I want to, again, thank um, Mark Hancock from Trail Life USA. Go ahead, visit their website. See if this is something for you. Like, share. I know that there's moms out there that are looking for this type of program. We also want to encourage all of our moms to check out our signature program called the Cottage Meetings. This is for you, mom. This is a 12 part inspiring lesson series for mothers. And you will learn about America's history, America's heritage, the principles of liberty. And this will help you build a foundation of freedom and family, uh, freedom and fa- freedom in your family and your community. You can learn all about these amazing resources and projects on our website. That's again, momsforamerica.us. As always, thank you moms for joining us. We are here to inspire, encourage, and educate you on your journey through motherhood. 
We believe that you, mama, you are the heartbeat of your home. And like Mark talked about today, we want to give our boys all that we can. Let's help them grow up to be godly men with a purpose and with a beautiful divine hope. Let's teach them to lead with integrity, to serve with gladness, to be courageous and to dream big. So thanks so much for joining us again on the Moms for America podcast. Remember, we are changing our world one home at a time. Thanks and God bless.